There we are, ladies and gentlemen. Holy crap. We've had some issues here in the studio today. I do apologize for that. Thank you for joining us, by the way. I'm Henrik. Uh, we're here with Adam Green today. We're going to talk about the Israeli-Palestine conflict, but we're a bit late because I have some very strange thing on my video feed bringing in Adam over to my other computer where, where I'm doing the mixing. As you can saw, the intro was all frozen up. If you're watching this in the archive, you, you, you don't know what I'm talking about because I'll fix it in post. But uh, some issues, we got to sort that out. I hope it's uh, nothing more than just uh, a sluggish uh, router or something like that. We'll see what goes on. Uh, I did reboot it, but whatever. I do appreciate you joining us. Thank you so much for being here. Always a, a pleasure. We go out to a number of places here today. You can uh, watch us on redice.tv slash live, also on redicemembers.com. Thank you to all the members joining us. We go out to Trovo, VK, Odyssey, Float, and to DLive, although we do want to try to get our audiences off of DLive. Uh, and get them to one of the other channels uh, since they uh, demonetized us and, and closed our chat over there. Although it's not our <laughs> it's not our fault, we had some uh, nasty players in in chat. But I guess that's enough for uh, for the uh, D Live audience or the D Live mods over there. But anyway, uh, very good to have you with us. So today, um, as I said, we have Adam with us, and um, let me do this, Adam. Uh, I'm going to say hi to you and bring up full screen for a second here because when I go up full screen on you, it's actually fairly smooth. And we can see you, but uh, when I <laughs> yeah see, but when I go to like a, another angle, you tend to freeze up. So we're not going to see you uh, so much today because we have footage and stuff we're going to look at. But anyway, welcome, Adam. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Henrik. It's a pleasure to be here as always. And I just wanted to thank you. Uh, you've always brought me on to share with your platform and and let me share my my work with your audience. You brought me on. When I first uh, came back from my my trip, my experience visiting Palestine and the West Bank That's back right. in 2018, and then you also had me on when there was uh, Trump and Netanyahu announced their uh, Palestine Israel uh, peace deal, which you know worked out so well as we can see today. <laughs> That's right. Well, it's a pleasure having you. Thank you, Adam, and it's always a treat having you on the show as well. So thank you for taking some time with us. Uh, we're going to bring in Dave Riley a little bit later, probably towards the end of the show. We're going to talk about the situation in Israel first, and kind of, you know, I want to hear, you know, basically your take on this, Adam. You've been following this topic more than basically anything else: Jewish supremacy, uh, what Israel's been doing, not only, of course. Uh, in the Middle East, but also in uh, you know other parts of the world, we've been exposing uh, the Zionist political agenda in, in many other Western countries and so forth as well. Uh, why don't we? Uh, so we, I have a bunch of footage. I guess we can just kind of cycle some of that here in the background as we begin talking about this here, Adam. But uh, this didn't be this whole conflict. Obviously, didn't begin. Uh, you know, a few days ago, it began back in uh, what the f 47, technically even earlier, you could say. Go back, go back to the Romans, talk about Judea, I guess. In, <laughs> in one 1917, way, but... 1913. Right. You can go back to uh, the Old Testament when God yeah. uh, made the covenant and gave them, supposedly, God gave them the land between river and river. Yeah, I guess that's where it starts. That's where it starts, really. But the latest conflict kind of uh, arose from. Well, I've heard I've heard uh, different uh, issues about this, but uh, basically the Israeli security forces, which I guess is the police technically, uh, just basically. Uh, do you know if there was was it for no reason whatsoever, or was it a gay op or something? But someone told like, well, the Palestinians were throwing rocks, and it's like, yeah, I wonder why, but kind of thing. But uh, supposedly they just uh, broke into the Al-Aqsa Mosque and and with the stun grenades and stuff like that, rubber bullets. Do you know what triggered that to begin with? Yeah, it's it, they don't make it very clear in the media. I think no they nobody don't. out there really 
understands how why we're at where we are today. But I had a Palestinian on uh, a couple days ago, and he says that they were evicting families in the East Jerusalem, which is has been the uh, Muslim section. So they're they're they've always been doing this, trying to take buy up all the homes, kick out Palestinians, take their homes, and uh, so there was some evictions going on. It, it, we saw that viral video, I'm sure you have it, with Jacob saying, oh, I didn't do this to you. If I don't take it, somebody else will. There was that. There was also another viral video where they're going neighborhood to neighborhood, house to house, taking it. And um, also they shut down. the. It, it was Ramadan. They were having uh, Al-Quds Day, uh, uh, religious holidays, and they shut down the Damascus Gate, which is the gate on the east uh, east side of the holy city of Jerusalem. So they shut it down. That's where they go in and out. That's the gate that I went in when I visited the uh, Muslim quarter of Palestine and uh, of uh, Jerusalem. Yeah. And it's amazing. Big door, like old Roman, like uh, auditorium looking thing with all these steps. There's bullets all over from past wars, I believe, 1967. So they did that. And then, you know, they, they attacked them here, as you see here with the flash grenades and stuff at the, the dome. And then it just escalated from there with uh, the the rockets, and then now they're crushing Gaza right now. Uh, what about the timing here, right? Because we had we had this right negotiation to oust Netanyahu stalled amid Jerusalem crisis, right? That he was basically they were going to form a new government, and this was of course very timely uh, for the Likud party, right? Absolutely, very convenient timing for Netanyahu. What a coincidence! What a coincidence! A coincidence, as it were. Uh, so that could be that could be the reason. Of course, the, the what you had Monday, you had Jerusalem Day, and as you said, uh, the end of uh, Ramadan, right? Uh, kind of coinciding over the course of a couple of days, right there. So it's kind of always. I'm not sure if that's always been heated around this period for that for that reason alone. Um, but is it? Well, so we've talked about this many times. Like we we can get into the nitty gritty, nitty and gritty here in a little bit, but. Um, Basically, the Zionists, uh, Israel wants to level the Al-Aqsa Mosque. They want to build a third temple to uh, reboot animal sacrifices and kind of begin their uh, process of putting a king on the throne of the world again. Is that is that the end result? Uh, the the end agenda here, Adam? That is the ultimate goal of Judaism and uh, end times eschatology to put them in the messianic age. In the Talmud, they say that. There's three gifts that Yahweh gave to his chosen people and that they have to suffer and be punished in order to receive these gifts. That they are the land of Israel, so Eretz Israel, and it is the Torah and the world to come. The world to come where it's their messianic age. They're ruling the world. The Noahide servants, Amalek is destroyed. That's the other thing. In order to usher in their end times, they need to... It literally, quote, eradicate Esau and Amalek. That is anybody that doesn't want to worship them, essentially. Also, it's associated with Christianity, uh, the Europeans, the Christian West, the Rome, and, um, and then their Moshiach in the temple, exactly. They don't necessarily want to blow up the temple. They, there's also people that are trying to get it moved piece by piece to Saudi Arabia, it, but right now it's under the control of, of Jordan. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So some of the latest stuff here, of course, is that it's kind of escalated over the la over the course of the last couple of days, uh, and it's basically like it's kind of spiraling out of control, especially in cities such as Lod uh, or Lud. I'm not sure how you pronounce that, but we've seen uh, 
you know, well, clashes. I'm using the media's terminology here now, but basically, like re religious uh, conflict. I, I don't even know what the de delineations should be. To be honest, I mean, man, many say it's an ethnic uh, difference, but those genetic tests that have been done on on this on the Semitic groups in the region are not that different, apparently. So maybe we should say that it's a religious thing. But of course, the the, the Jews, religious. the Jews see themselves as an ethnic group, though. We should we should clarify, right? Yes. But it is it the the religion is what fuels it, right? And I visited Lod. That's that's one of the crazier spots. I I had a a, a Palestinian journalist take us a tour guide take us all around Lod. We saw where they're bulldozing homes. We saw the the mosque where they massacred a bunch of uh, Muslims in there. And there's like a, there's like a little uh, monument outside of it. Definitely a crazy place. We saw the settlements there. They're just living side by side. So it's unsurprising that, you know, that they're uh, going to war, just like they're, they're going to war in New York, too, fighting on the streets some. And it right. is it's really getting ugly. It is getting ugly. And of course, uh, when, you know, we'll, we'll, we talked about this earlier. We, we can get into that a bit later. But in terms of like what, you know, what side people should be on and, and, and it's, a, you know, always a, always a heated moment and stuff like that. But we, we'll, let's talk about some of that later. But yeah, some footage from Laud was like, and it's very confusing. I mean, I, we, we saw some footage where uh, some uh, Israelis think that they're beating up a Palestinian, and it turns out to be another Israeli, another Jew, and uh, like it's just this. It's kind of completely disorganized and and like crazy, basically. And people don't even know who they're fighting in some regards, right? Is it confirmed that that guy they beat up with the 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 poles with the Israeli flag? He was actually Israeli. That that's. So I saw it uh, in relation to, let me see if I can find that tweet here now. This guy, uh, Elon Levy, because you sent me one about the they shall not replace us from this guy's timeline. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to pull that up and he just, and I could, <laughs> I had to pull it up on a different computer. So I was scrolling down and I just, his tweet so much I couldn't even find it. But when I was looking for it, there was this footage. Let me scroll down here. Uh, let me see here. This here. Uh, I believe it is. Khan 11 journalist is beaten up by Jewish extremists. He's also Jewish because when the extremists feel invincible, they always turn on their own kind, he said. Let me see if this can... Yeah, I'm having a massive uh, lag on the computers going into vMix today, unfortunately. But I'm playing the footage here. Let me see if you can see it, guys. But anyway, go, go ahead, uh, Adam. This is the footage. Uh, Did not, you see that's this? That's not the one I was thinking okay. of. It, it was nighttime, the one I saw. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. It yeah. looked like what was happening to white people during Antifa and BLM's... Uh, summer of fun this last uh, in 2020 just that's stopping right. people till they're lifeless in the street yep that's right yeah it's just a massive lag for some reason for me i'm not sure what's going on i gotta fix this later on after we're, <laughs> we're done you're getting gravel i'm getting gravel something like that I'll, I'll try to input that source again with a different frame rate or something and see if it's better but yeah apparently they're attacking each other it's kind of out of control people are beating up in each other in the streets or vehicles running people over and stuff and it just seems i mean completely chaotic so what do you think the next move is because it seems Apparently, and, and I have some footage of this too, it's going to roll here later, some of the B-roll footage, but uh, tanks, of Israeli IDF tanks are allegedly, reportedly being sent uh, to Gaza. Is it, are they going to jump on this opportunity as like, let's let, let's do this, like let's level the, uh, the Gaza Strip? Is that where this is going? Are they going to be bold enough to do that, do you think? I noticed that's what Milo and Laura Loomer are calling for. They want to flatten it and turn Gaza into a parking lot, turn it into glass, they say. Nice. It, it, it's funny. These are the people that have been crying for 2,000 years that everybody wants to to uh, genocide them as, they, as they're openly calling for 
for genocide because God gave them the land and they're chosen by God. It's it's psychotic. Yeah, yeah, abs absolutely. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, I don't even pay attention to it much anymore, to be honest. Those people, but what, what, whatever, you know, they're they're taking their stance. It's it's absolutely crazy. Um, yeah, so so we have some foot. I can show some of that too here in terms of the uh, the tanks being sent in here. Uh, let me see. This is some. Uh, we can got full screen on some of this footage here. Uh, it, it is pretty crazy, actually. The stuff that we've seen uh, so far is that freezing up too now. Everything is freezing up for me. Holy yeah. smokes! It's uh, pretty, pretty bad. Maybe we'll get some more uh, nice photographs of little children throwing rocks at big giant uh, American tax dollar funded <laughs> tanks of Israel. Yeah. No. It, I, which I, is it, funny because the the Jews' story is uh, David and Goliath. Yet now they're Goliath and they're they're the oppressor playing the victim right. still though we're just defending ourselves the terrorists hate us for no reason yeah yeah so do you think so the it looks though that the iron dome is kind of not do you think it was just overwhelmed because a lot of these rockets seem to have have, have hit some people call them bottle rockets but i guess it's it's a little bit more than that but um uh, they seem to be hitting some targets at least if the the iron dome as it's called uh this intercept system is is overwhelmed when it's just too many rockets what, what do you know about that yeah, I think that's what the case is. I, I guess Hezbollah and uh, Iran are, are sneaking in a whole bunch of uh, rockets. And, and the thing is, is that they're so close that like even if they're not advanced weapons that can like have pinpoint accuracy, they can still, you know, get lucky, although most of them land in the field and nobody gets hurt. But um, yeah, I think they just overwhelmed. Didn't didn't the IDF put on Twitter that they shot 1500 total missiles? I think that's the you know, that's that's citing the IDF, but right, right. it looked like there was quite a few. And yeah, it's obvious that they just over, you know, it's, it's too many for the iron dome, which goes to show that like, say, say they just starting to really flatten Gaza. Like are any of the other Muslim countries going to step in and, and uh, really overwhelm them. And then what's America right. going to do. Yep. And, and then what's Russia and China going to do like oh, it, this so easily could escalate Absolutely. into the Gog and Magog war of Armageddon. That's, all of these religions basically want to happen. Yeah. Yeah, because that's when the end times come, right? Uh, uh, you know, Messiah's coming back and all that kind of stuff, right? So it, it's this, as you mentioned before, like the eschatology, right? It's the the, the study or the, the philosophy of the of end times or end timesology, whatever you want to call it, basically, right? And it's kind of hard-coded uh, into... Um, into some of the belief system, uh, if I'm going to put it that way. Here, here's some of the footage here, by the way. Oh, it's skipped now. But the tanks apparently being uh, brought to uh, to Gaza. A lot of rocket footage. We've seen that too. A lot of uh, rockets flying and stuff like that. And so you raise a good point, though, in terms of are we actually going to see, I don't know, Egypt? Are we going to see what, what, Saudi Arabia? Lebanon, any of these countries? Syria, Lebanon, any, Iran. Are they going to step in and do anything? Or is, is there anyone that's going to help uh, Hamas or the, the Palestinians here, do you think? I honestly think they're all scared of, uh, of the nukes that we have and that Israel has. You know, they were trying to get the, the UN was trying to, like, uh, condemn Israel's behavior. And uh, the United States blocked it, blocked their statement from coming out. <laughs> Oh, there goes Building 7. Yeah, exactly. It was one of the buildings that they took down. What was it again? Uh, I forget what that building was called, but there's a number of them that they took down and they claim, well, terrorists lived in there, but apparently there were families and stuff like that. So do we even have a victim toll at this point that's reliable? I've I, tr been trying to keep up with it, but it's close to impossible. I think it might be like slightly over 100. 
I don't know. I haven't been keeping I tally. haven't seen the latest yeah. stats. Yeah. Uh, no, it's definitely it's definitely something that could kind of escalate, and and so if yeah, we'll 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 see where this goes. I mean, apparently Israel is not going to back down here, and 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 this is what they want to do. I mean, this is what they've said many times, and they just uh, have been slowly and incrementally. And in some, of course, it's brutal and swift in some regards, like we've seen in the in East Jerusalem. The what was the neighborhood called again? Sheikh Al Jahab. What was it called? Uh, the the one that they've been most recently kicking people out of their homes. Excellent from. pronunciation. <laughs> Something like that. I, I forget what it was, but... No, it sounded good to me. Oh, okay, yeah. well, there you go. There you go. Uh, I've been studying my uh, my Arabic here. Uh, but yeah, so they've been uh, kicking people out of their homes there for quite, a, I guess, on and off for quite a few years. And then eventually here, that kind of just like bottled, what do you call it, boiled over, became too much. Um, and there's been, you know, conflict ever since. Um, but yeah, so I think that basically we could see... Uh, if Israel escalates at this point, I think you you uh, you might see a, a, a point of no return, basically. Which is, do you, I mean, do you think the U.S. will get involved in that point? We've seen uh, footage like, um, uh, what's his name, the, the the super Zionist down in Florida, Ron DeSantis, like uh, you know, uh, pledging his un, un uh, what would you call it, his, his support, his allegiance, basically, to Israel, right? I, I didn't see his statement, but I bet it was a doozy because he's definitely one of the one of the top. I, I'm. Uh, I saw you retweeted the thread of APEC thanking all the politicians. It, it's you know when this happens, and we see so many of our politicians coming out and saying the customary, uh, you know, we stand with Israel, right to defend themselves, greatest ally, only democracy. It's like they all say the same statement. They're all they're basically all obligated to do it with their their relations with the lobby. And if you know, they know that if they don't toe that line and support them, they won't be reelected. There will be huge influences that try to run somebody against them. Yeah. Here's uh, I found the clip here. Let's listen to Ron DeSantis. Hopefully, it doesn't freeze up. And I apologize for these technical issues again today, uh, lads and ladettes. I don't know what's going on, but uh, let's see if we can play this here real quick. I also wanted to just make a comment about uh, what's happening in the Middle East. Uh, I have friends over there who've been uh, having to hide out in, in, in bomb shelters uh, overnight because of uh, Hamas, which is a terrorist group, raining down rockets on civilians. And make no mistake, Hamas is a terrorist group. They are at fault on this. Israel has every right to defend itself against Hamas. And I think if you look at what's going on here, it really isn't so much about Israel. It's about Hamas trying to stake a claim uh, to be the leader of uh, the entire Palestinian Authority. They kind of have their little uh, place down in Gaza where they uh, foment a lot of terrorism. Uh, they've had a lot of problems going on with the Palestinian Authority. I think this is Hamas's attempt uh, to capitalize on that. Uh, but our ally Israel has a right to defend themselves. And what's going on by Hamas is an absolute disgrace. Did you see that conversation with one of the guys from the State Department about who has mm -hmm. the right to actually defend themselves? It was it, was, it kind of got interesting for once. Someone let some journalist into uh, to <laughs> do that press meeting for some reason. I was just going to bring up that same uh, that same clip where they they always say Israel has the right to defend themselves, but then they never say uh, number. They never talk about number one why the Palestinians are angry with with Israel, and then also. I love how Ron DeSantis is just like, they're terror terrorist group. They've been designated a terrorist group. It's like, well, that's because all of the Israeli lobbies pushed to get this classification. I yeah. believe it was Trump even that it tr they pushed Trump. Maybe that was Iran to get them to classify them as terrorists. Also, you know, 
I, I saw some Jews talking, and they actually like Hamas being in power. Netanyahu likes Hamas being in power. He prefers to have them than to have just the PA, the Palestinian Authority, in charge, because because then he gets to you know use them as his boogeyman. Yeah, was that, and I was showing that article here. Let me go back out to that. Uh, this Washington Post. This is back in. Let me see. When is this? Uh, July 2014, how Israel helped to create Hamas. I was, I was thinking, I thought that there was some CIA connection, and then I realized, no, it might, have, might not have been that. It might just have been Israel. W what do you know about yeah. this? And, and, and it, could it be that they're using them and, and, and they're creating their opposite, I mean, controlled opposition, that's ultimately the, the best way to uh, ensure the outcome of a conflict, well, right? Even if they're not still controlling it now, if they helped create it and get the ball rolling to to divide the uh the palestinians then it's still like in a, in effect serving their purpose yeah. to to divide and kind of to use them as uh the justification for you know their, their treatment and and the state department guy where they asked him he says israel has the right to, to defend themselves and they go does palestine not have the right to and he just like yeah. mum you know fumbled over his words and couldn't really quite say it and then the way he phrased it he says every state has a right to defend themselves but then you know they claim they won't that's let not a palestine state. be a state right exactly now that's a good point in, Let's, no, so much of this fighting is over all of the illegal settlements in the west bank that are over the 1967 and far over the 48 uh, maps lines that were drawn israel's yeah. never officially declared their borders because quite frankly they believe god gave them you know, way more land than they have now. And and that's their agenda is to get it one day. But Here, it's just, yeah. Yeah, here's that clip. Let me see. Oh, it might be, this might be shorter, actually. Uh, let me just see here. This, this might be another one. Let me let me see what they uh, say, what he says here. Condemning the rocket attacks into Israel. And today was no different. You again uh, condemned the attacks against Israel by the uh, Palestinian oh, side. This is, no, this is a different one, right? This is a, another question. Let, okay, let me go out here back again. Sorry about that. <laughs> I saw, they were all I thought that was the on one. It. Uh, they, they were, which was kind of interesting, right? So we're seeing that kind of shift, right? How do we, so I mentioned this when I talked about it yesterday in one of my shows that it's like, for, for, us, in the, for us in the West, right? This is kind of interesting because a lot of Israeli organization have, of course, helped, not, not solely, but many of them have helped to change the demographic makeup in Western countries, America, many parts of Europe and so forth, right? We're talking about Hayes, uh, just to name one. We've talked about Israel, we can talk about Barbara Specter's uh, Paideia organization. There's many more, of course. Um, but as yeah, that has Zionist happened, Organization of America, too, their their head guy was at that hearing for white nationalists, you know, d go, going after white nationalists when he's a Jewish nationalist. Oh, exactly. Of course, no, the, the double standard is just I mean, it's incredible. Right. But they but they they push ahead on this and, and they think that this is acceptable. They hope even if there's someone notices, they don't even care about that. They just keep pushing forward like we have the right to do things uh, that you do not have the right to do kind of thing. Um, but yeah, so, so as the demographics change in many of our countries, that that undying support that we've traditionally seen in America is also waning. I'm, I'm thinking what the strategy is here, right? As as we get, you know, the squad and the Ilan Omars and the Rashida Talibs in the U.S., for example, 
And of course, in many European countries, we have a, uh, a ballooning Arab population and stuff like that, too. Uh, so that is shifting. Do you think that's a do they have any plan here in terms of what they're doing? Or they're just hoping that like, well, we can replace Amalek, the Europeans. And then at the same time, mm -hmm. we can position ourselves at the, as a as a prime leader in the world, because if if they lose our support by uh, changing our demographics, I'm not sure they'll be able to do what they want to do here. What, what do you think? I think they're going to get to a point where they are not going to need the help of America anymore and we could dry up and blow away or, you know, lose our status in the world and they'll still be okay. In fact, I believe that they're going to very strongly turn against America. They think America is Adam, which needs to be destroyed. They think America has always been evil. They blame us for turning a blind eye uh, during the, the Holocaust in World War II, even though we're basically the ones that's, that saved them. And uh, what else? You know, all they ever talk about in the media is white supremacy, the America, yeah. the racist, inherently racist America. They want to destroy it. So they'll they'll cling to Russia and China and work with their Abraham Accords and, the, and their accomplices over there. They're not going to need us forever. They've used us <laughs> to get where they are, to become a dominant world superpower. And now uh, we're going to be... It's going to come back to bite us in the end. And I mean, it's there are so many aspects here of like the, the looming chaos, right? And and you know, it's um, it's not directly just related to you know to this conflict, obviously, but like things that we saw. And I'm just bringing that, this up as a side note that as these kinds of military conflicts escalate and maybe potentially draw other countries into it, you know, infrastructure is failing in the U.S. and European countries. There's ethnic conflicts there now. Uh, you know, the pipeline shutdown, the cyber attacks, all that kind of stuff. Like, there's a lot of things that are just, like, converging right now of a potential, like, <laughs> just utter, complete chaos, basically. How do you view this? Mm -hmm. I mean, this is, everybody has always predicted that World War III is going to start over Jerusalem. It's it's all their prophecies, and they're they're willing them into existence. It's it's crazy when you have a, a theology where you you want suffering and the end of the world and massive wars and clashes and stuff. And they're it's sick that people are actually working towards it. Yeah. No, it is sick. Uh, I'm saying do you want me to share that? That's on your screen? Yeah, could could you put it on yeah. full screen? Because you talked Definitely. about like demographic change in America. I think this is important people see this. Yeah. Um this is a Jewish Telegraph Agency daily news bulletin, 1944. And if you can scroll it down to the bottom, possibly, okay, it, here it says bit. this: a secret Jewish military organization calling itself the Ergun assumed responsibility for the bombings and murders and stated that it would, it would continue its activities until Palestine was opened up to unlimited Jewish immigration. Mm -hmm. So Palestine was conquered by Jewish terrorists by threat of terrorism, and then they're doing this. Let this be a lesson. What happened to the Palestinians when they were forced to have unlimited immigration? And this is why I feel that nationalists should have sympathy with Palestinian nationalism, and we, and then Palestinians should have sympathy with American nationalism and, and all yeah. nationalism, European nationalism. Yeah. Instead of being co-opted by left-wing. Jewish groups to go with their tikkun olam agenda. And, and as the rabbis say, be used as the broom of Israel. They believe that Islam comes from Ishmael and Christianity comes from Esau, the two waste product, basically bastard type sons in the patriarch of the Old Testament. And they believe that we are meant to clash with each other and basically destroy each other.
And they admit, yeah. rabbis admit that they're in the middle of it, they're instigating it. No, this is, this is a very good point. I'm glad you raised that too. And, and this is, I, I spoke about this a little bit yesterday in, in the show I did yesterday, the No Goes on the Live show. And I think it's, it's, it's some people are, how do I put, how do I put this? I, I agree with you absolutely 100% what you're saying. I think it's this issue that we're not seeing, you don't need a reciprocal um, agreement or like recognition of each other for speaking out against crimes, obviously. But at the same time, it would be lovely to see from the Arab population, uh, instead of, of being a pawn, if you will, of many of the Zionist organizations that we've been talking about now that are helping to open the borders to Europe and America, being a pawn and kind of fulfilling that role of, of, of ethnically displace us. And in some regards, of course, we see, we see uh, these g gang rapes and things like that. You know, this is another one being uh, exposed yesterday just in Scotland, a gang of tw 28 men. And if you look at the names, it, these are not Scottish white Europeans, you know, kind of thing. Uh, and so we have to question who, who opened our borders and why? Why is it that we can't see the Arab uh, world and the Arab population to say, you know what? I see that you guys are kind of in the same situation that we have. You, you personally, you as the people, didn't do this. Your governments might have, but you have been manipulated. When, when are we going to see that? I, I'd love to see that. I, so my bottom line is, I'm exposed. I want to expose Israel and what they're doing because, uh, because of their crimes, because of the fact that they're, in a way, many of those types of orgs that we're talking about. Are doing similar things in in Western countries, uh, not because I'm I'm a just super big fanboy of of the Arab world or what they what they're doing or their people, uh, but in this case when it comes to Palestine, I'm obviously supportive of, of like you know they like it or not they were most recently they were there. Otherwise, if you're going to go back to history, where, where do you stop? I mean, the Neanderthals settled before anybody, uh, before any modern human settled in the region. Should we clone Neanderthals and have it back, hand it back to them? What point do you stop? The Romans? Why don't go back to the Romans then? Hand it over to uh, to Italy, right? Yeah, it's whenever I see injustice, really, no matter where it's happening, but especially when it's from the, the Chosen Knights, the Jewish supremacists uh, committing uh, injustices when they're criticizing us for f far not even nothing comparable to the things that they've done and you know the way i look at it is palestine is under zionist occupation and here in america we're under zionist occupation mm -hmm. zog zionist occupied government th th they call it an anti-semitic trope they call it a conspiracy theory but it's quite frankly a fact and they the chosen ones think that both the Palestinians and Europeans are Amalek, that we are imp, that we're Gentiles, that they want to eradicate both of us. They want to conquer Palestine and they want to, Barbara Spector, open up European countries and, and Mark Potok on his wall, make whites a hated minority in yeah. America. Yeah, exactly. So we got to see some of that. Um uh, that cooperation, and we're just not seeing that, right? Again, it's like the uh, the, the, the ongoing replacement in, in European countries. Uh, it's being done. How do I put this? Because I'm seeing so many, you know, left wing people on Twitter and stuff like that. And, and at the bottom line, I agree with them. But it's like, don't pretend, you know, they're writing like, well, the Israel, Israeli nationalists and fascists and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, that, that's true. But at the same time, 
Palestinians are nationalists too, right? Because otherwise, why wouldn't they open their arms to uh, to multiculturalism or diversity or say, you know what, we don't we don't care about this piece of land. We're not nationalists. We, we can go somewhere else or we don't care if we're ethnically displaced. You see, there's a disingenuous attitude, right, but among uh, this faction, in, in especially in the West and stuff like that too, but it's like, just recognize that you're a nationalist too and you should advocate for nations for every ethnic group. Obviously, that's the solution to this problem. The more of this melting pot you try to achieve, the more of this multicultural stuff and replacement, ethnic replacement uh, ideology, the worse and more conflict we're seeing, right? Exactly. Another issue I see is that sometimes the Palestinians and just, you know, the, the normal left-wing talking point that we hear is that they, they scapegoat white people and white supremacy for Jewish supremacy. They'll call yeah, them right. Jewish white supremacists. What they're doing to the Palestinians has nothing to do with the color of their skin. It has to do with their religious beliefs. And, and also, they try to uh, take the blame away from Israel and say, oh, it's America controls Israel, and America is behind all of this. It's the other way around. Yeah, right. And, and people need to understand that. Yeah. Exactly. No, th those are very important points, and we're just not getting that nuanced kind of discussion. I mean, we're not getting <laughs> – there's just layers and layers of lies. We're not getting any yeah. kind of nuance and discussion. But, uh, but frankly – They're so good at controlling yeah. both sides of the dialectic. And, and yeah. uh, do you happen to have that um, – that one tweet where it's uh, Jews will not replace us. Yes, I was looking for it from e uh, Elon Levy's. You, you sent it on uh, Skype, and again, it was on the wrong computer. Actually, I should be able to bring it up. Let me do this. Let me. Uh, I should be able to find that. Let me just play. Uh, we can put up a little full screen here in the meantime. Some of the other footage, and I'll find that it, one, Adam. Yeah. Well, I can explain it whether you find it or not. This, yeah. this Jewish guy tweeted out two photos. It's some Palestinians holding up like lighters or something on fire in their hand. And then another picture of the guys at Charlottesville. Here we and go. He says, Jews will not replace us. Imagine the chutzpah to be like caught. I mean, they're obviously trying to replace the Palestinians. Look at Ben Shapiro and his whole, oh, transfer, transfer article. Oh, and then, you know, their agenda in, in America and European countries as well, as if th there's something evil with not wanting to be deliberately and in, in intentionally replaced I know. by Jewish supremacist yeah. psychopaths I know. that think that we're impure, unclean scum. It's incredible, right? Uh, and and it's like, you know, as usual, and this is what we expose a lot of the time, this double standard that like any, all the different groups out there, the ethnic groups, they can have their own interest organizations, they can lobby for their own, look at like, uh, you know, in the wake of BLM and stuff like that, how much they've been able to, you know, accomplish in terms of like, you know, advocating for a homeland for them. And it's like, I'm fine with that. Go, you, go ahead. You know, they're like the Black Hammers buying land in Colorado and stuff like that. I mean, BLM organizations are getting tens of millions of dollars from Goldman Sachs and BlackRock and, and uh, you know, these kinds of uh, institutions and organizations. Uh, but but then at the same time, and we just had that, uh, was it a hearing again now with, um, uh, what's his name? Um uh, Merrick, Merrick Garland, right? He was saying that mm -hmm. white supremacy is the biggest uh, issue, the, the terrorist issue that's facing America right now. You hear that? Yep, that's been the narrative for years now. You were way ahead of the curve, exposing, uh, predicting that all of this was coming. Red Ice was right. And uh, if if I doubt your, your audience all knows, but if there's anybody right wing watch or, you know, any of the groups that watch you and hate on you, if they think that what I'm saying is, is not true, see these videos that I put together. The one I posted today, 
Uh, it's called Jewish Supremacist Psychopaths versus the Palestinians. This is not me. This is clips of them saying that they want to enslave the Palestinians, that they're chosen, they're better than everybody else, that uh, all of the land is there. And, and also a video I did a while back, the Jewish plan to conquer the Gentiles and rule the world exposed, part one and part two. I lay it all out. It's indisputable. I've debated rabbis on this. Nobody's been able to, to refute the things I'm saying. So just go see it for yourself. And I would say go to nomorenews.org, but I was recently banned. My website was banned a few days ago. Right. So let's, let's talk about it. I, I, I was intending to bring it up right in the beginning, but then all the technical issues kind of throw me off and I'm, you know, I, I, I no lost worries. focus. But yes. So tell us about this Squarespace, right? They, uh, what, what are they saying? The emails here basically just violation of our terms of service. That's it. I'll get out. Yeah, they said I violated 6.1, which if you click to the next photo says that I harassed, threatened, harassed, or abused any individuals. I've never done anything of the sort, and I find it hilarious because I've been threatened, harassed, and abused just incessantly online, and nothing ever seems to happen. Basically, some Jewish group or some some uh, lone wolf probably sent them an email or organized an email campaign to Squarespace, lied about things that I've said, maybe cited some Canary Mission or ADL, you know, hit piece, disingenuous uh, misrepresentation article. But to th I've never threatened, harassed, or abused anybody. I mean. And the idea, harass, how open-ended is that and vague? Like, is me making videos exposing top rabbis and Netanyahu, is that harassing Netanyahu? Should I yep. not be able to have a website? That's like, right. This is just that's what's, that's absolutely what's, pathetic. It and is. I, and that's what's coming, right? You've been hit with censorship worse than anybody. You and Lana. Lana's the, probably the most censored woman alive. Yeah. Loomer likes to claim that I know, title, I just, but I love she's that. out of her mind. I know. It's like, what the hell? She even got her bank account back, I think. We never got our Wells Fargo back, and we've been permanently damaged uh, our company since then because we can't have payment, uh, credit card processors and like that. We're like on blacklists on the back end. This is how much they fear us, though. It's It's... It's pathetic. Where are the millionaires to like fund some kind of free speech lawsuit or some I kind know. of pro bono free speech lawyer? Like, I know. is this not some kind of like torturous interference or something? I want to be able to sue and see what Jewish organizations send emails to yeah. get us flagged from these things. And, and, and if there's lies in there, can we sue for defamation right. and torturous interference? Exactly. And I mean, at this point, we're just not financially in a position to do that because you need millions and millions, depending on what organization it is, obviously, right? But I, I assume it goes pretty high up ultimately. Uh, and they would even provide funds if it does go to a lawsuit and stuff. And we just don't have that means. So we, we're, we're just stranded. We're, we're on our own. We don't have any help here. Uh, and we can't push back. But the, but that's the most, most aggravating about it. And, and this relates to, you know, how you've been treated, how we're being treated how, when we're having discussions like this and stuff like that. But it's like there's no recourse. There's nowhere you can turn to even even just present your side of the story. Right. They can build a whole case on a straw man and lie and build up this monstrous image of what you've done or what you've said or what you think or what you believe. And then all these people at these companies just immediately believe it. Right. And they and they just run away. And it, I, I, I'm showing this here, too, on screen because it was kind of funny. I know they've been targeting you and it, it might as well be them behind it. Who knows? Remember the, the stop antisemitism.org, Right. They were they were going after the onion for making a joke, uh, I, I think you retweeted this too, you saw it, and the Onion tweeted, IDF soldiers recounts harrowing heroic war story of killing an eight-month-old child, right? And immediately they were like, 
work work at the onion and know who tweeted this dm us for a prize you can stay anonymous it's just like that act.il you can win prizes if you report people online right <laughs> all these organizations all they do is try to shut down anybody that's resisting and exposing their psychotic supremacist agenda anybody that doesn't go along with them and worship them as god's chosen people as a shabos goy noahide servant is considered Amalek and must be destroyed. It, their their whole theology is so twisted and psychopathic. It, it's a shame that the world hasn't uh, been educated on on the the depths of their depravity. Yeah, it's incredible, incredible times, uh, Adam. What let's just return for a moment to the website and what your plan is there. Uh, you were hoping to get it reinstated, but uh, what what are the chances on that? I'm trying to fight to get it reinstated just, you know, because of the principle of it. But, you know, I'll be I'll move it over to some based server in some Viking country and <laughs> and uh, get back up and running in a few days, hopefully. Yeah. Did you have uh, I mean, obviously, I think you obviously videos and stuff you have on the back end, but maybe po specific posts or something you didn't get. Didn't they give you a chance to to download like a, a backup of the site? Uh, well, I created it with Squarespace, so I don't think you can download a backup and just post it as is somewhere else. But uh, I, I would just put all my links up, basically. I didn't have, besides the podcast MP3s, I, I didn't have anything much on the website. It was about three years old, but um, it's just it's a shame. Not even, I mean, it's one thing to be banned from Twitter or Facebook or Google, uh, YouTube and PayPal and Coinbase, which we've both been banned from all those. Yeah. Yep. Besides Twitter. And, uh, but when you're banned, not even allowed to have your own website, not even allowed to talk about a, a religion, not, not allowed to talk about people that think that they're God's gift on earth and you're, you're basically impure satanic scum. That, that's what the Kabbalists and the Talmudists believe. That's what their scriptures say. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't see how this uh, could go on much longer. There's got to be a, something's got to give here in terms of like the uh, the hostility, the the aggravation that's being built up here too, and and uh, just they just don't, they just never, it just never stops. <laughs> it just it just keeps going. And in many regards, it's like if they would just kind of stay cool here, and maybe things would you know ease ease out a bit. But but as you know, you've been exposing basically this is not this is uh, not of this world. This is an ideology from from beyond, right? That these this is our re religious uh, zealots, and uh, they think that they have been uh, uh, chosen by uh, by God Himself, and therefore they can do uh, whatever they want. A lot of them believe that, you know. Imagine the complex psych psychologically that they have, where they believe that the whole world hates them as in some kind of like metaphysical, spiritual way since the beginning of time all over the world. They believe that Esau hates Jacob like it's a, a law of nature. And this, in their mind, justifies them to wage war against us by deception. That's what they teach. Wage war by deception. Jacob waged war on Esau with deception. And, and then they want to make it illegal to criticize them. They're psychotic, chosen by God, tikkun olam. Where, I mean, I read quotes from the Talmud and the Zohar where it just literally says that they want to eradicate us, that we're going to be their slaves, that they're going to rule the world, that they're going to suck the milk of the Gentiles, that they're going to reign over the Goyim nations through usury. That's from the Torah. And all of this is so cut and dry, irrefutable, but they're able to suppress it and censor us and smear us and use the power of their media to keep it to keep it uh, brushed under the rug yeah
but it's like um, it's like the Dutch boy, right? Uh, the uh, the dike is beginning to leak, and you can put a finger in there, and then another, another, and, so, and they're trying it. I mean, and and maybe, yeah, sure, maybe if they get to a point where they have all this artificial intelligence or deep learning and things, and they control all the aspects of the web and stuff, they w- might manage to to silence opposition and keep it silenced. But as it's some parts now- oh, they've got us silenced, Henrik. No, you, of course. You're, you're not on YouTube anymore getting hundreds and, or you know tens of millions of views. Right. They've, they've set us back so much and they're pushing worldwide to shut down, make anti-Semitism illegal all over Europe. If you and I lived in France or maybe even Russia or Germany and did the stuff that we're doing, we would be put in prison. And that's what they're trying to bring here. And it's coming to America, too. Right. Exactly. Um, the First Amendment has been a, a proud tradition that uh, people from all over the world came to America for. And look at it now. It's just a, it's a sad state. Uh, but at least, uh, you know, and the point I was going there is like, yeah, we, we have things such as, you know, potentially decentralized uh, Internet services and things like that. And, and, and I mean... Yeah, we can still live stream to some services, but how long before, like, you know, uh, DLive is totally out, Trovo is totally out, VK is totally out, Odyssey is totally out. We, you know, where, where, where do we go then, right? So, so we're, I, I hope that there are methods that will arise, techn- you know, technologically speaking, that we can continue to spread the, spread the word. But my point is to, there's only so much you can do to, like, to, to cover it up. And, and, and eventually, I think that they will lose control. They're, they're, they're already losing control of the, of the of the of the discussion and the discourse to a certain extent, and their um, their rash attitude, their their spurginess, if you will, is sign that they're they're scared. They're they're scared of people uh, doing a show right on on you know in their in their basement <laughs> or whatever they're doing out of their kitchen or yeah. something, and and like multimedia companies with millions and millions of dollars. Uh, can't in some regards traditionally at least uh, haven't been able to compete with those kinds of uh, you know channels and stuff that used to exist on YouTube and the truth always wants to get out I'm, I'm, I'm encouraged by that and I just don't think that they're going to win that battle maybe short term they will but long term I just don't see them doing that and again the more they censor the more they're validating us in a way by saying we're, we're afraid of what these people will say and the only option we have is to cut out their tongue because we are afraid of what they what they will say about us right yeah, it can't get any clearer who the good guys are and who the bad guys are when they're the ones that are not letting us speak. Yeah, censoring us everywhere. And again, who is uh, to use their analogy here? Then I don't like to use it, but who who's David and who's Goliath here? Right. Right. <laughs> it says the perpetual underdog. Right. The myths that we've seen uh, disseminated, especially in in uh, you know through propaganda efforts such as Hollywood, right, Tinseltown, uh, of this perpetual underdog kind of attitude. It's always the outsider, the underdog, and the little guy or whatever. Now they're at the top of the world. They're getting the most funds that they've ever gotten from America and from Germany and all these countries, right? And look at the weaponry they have now. Do you, do you, that's another thing, by the way, I was thinking about too. Are they gonna like? Do you think they're gonna escalate here in terms of like the the how much? military they'll they'll send into uh, Palestinian territories and and uh, potential new uh, you know arm armory uh, or new technology I should say and stuff like that what do you what do you think they'll do next I think they'll probably just do what they've done in the past is like use their our fighter jets to go and, and drop bombs on certain places until until uh, they stop shooting rockets till they till they beg for mercy and, and ask for a ceasefire that's what's happened in the past. 
But right. who knows? It may be different this time. You mentioned the underdog, the perpetual victim status. That's it's been such a deceptive and effective strategy for them, and it and it's literally embedded <laughs> in their religion. It's their religion that they are the persecuted, <clears throat> powerless minority. But then ultimately, yeah. in the end, they always end up triumphing over over their Gentile oppressors. It's just it's all scripted straight from their. Uh, they're holy books. Right, exactly. Um, I see Wasp News Network on uh, over on Odyssey. Thank you for the uh, the library tokens over there. Uh, and actually, Smart Myth, sorry, I, I read that wrong. Smart Myth uh, with five tokens over on library uh, slash Odyssey say, why don't you guys get uh, an unstoppable domain name with CryPTOS? Now, so I've heard of unstoppable dom domains, uh, domains, and we actually are in the process of transferring one, and it's uh, a, a .crypto address, which apparently that doesn't solve the you know file distribution and these kinds of things, but it's definitely a good option for that. So we're looking into it personally. There wasn't was someone actually bought it for us, and then they wanted to transfer it, but the company wanted more money, and so we're trying to just negotiate with them. And like, why do we need to pay more money? You paid already, uh, kind of thing. But yeah, so we're looking at that. Have you looked at the .crypto? I, I think there's on there other domain names too now, or, or the ending of the domain but uh dot crypto is one have you have you looked at that adam as an as a backup option you know a, a website like it, it's well known that dot com and dot orgs are do perform better like i think a lot of people will be sketched out to go to a dot crypto you at, think so <laughs> at this point yeah i know i would be yeah Someone says here too also over on odyssey um gab is supposed uh, supposed to be developing a payment processor uh, I do, yeah, we showed the video in one of our uh, one of our shows here recently. So apparently, it's kind of a, I guess it's a uh, it, it's an e check or ACH option, which is you know kind of from bank to bank. And ironically, I believe those payments are processed through uh, actually the Federal Reserve. Ironically, and so far, unless Operation Choke Point, of course, broadens, uh, which is this tactic from their view to like choke out terrorists, right? Because that's people who who talk about things online now and share opinions you don't like. We don't encourage uh, violence. We don't incite violence. We don't do any of that, but it doesn't matter. If you have the wrong opinions, you're not a terrorist, right? But ironically, so yet, so, th so the Federal Reserve has been able to clear those kinds of payments, but I would assume though, speaking to that uh, GAB uh, ACH e-check option, unless they're doing something else on the back end, the banks themselves might just choke out the ability of, of, of GAB from using it. But I think it's a great initiative, and I'd love to see where it goes, because if it works, that's fantastic, and they should have, should have cred for setting it up. Did you see any of that yet, Adam? No, I haven't. Okay, it's pretty. It's, it looks pretty interesting, but uh, let me see one more here. Just a shout-out to you from Smart Myth. Nice to see you on here, Adam, so shout-out to you. Uh, I'll check Entropy in a little bit, too. Um, what else should we... The, yeah, unfortunately, I was a bit thrown off because of the technical issues here, but I want to make sure we cover some of the, the things that you've been talking about in, in recent days re related to the conflict, or maybe the bigger picture as well. Uh, what, what else can we say about this, the, the ongoing conflict and, and uh, where this is going to go, Adam? Well, you know, the, one of the reasons that we're seeing so much conflict is these settlements, the illegal settlements in the West Bank over the 67 line. This is Palestine. Palestine's territory, but you see the Israelis intentionally, they want it all. So they thought oh, if we just start building, you know, a settlement here, a settlement there until there's, they're scattered all over the West Bank, they know that now it's, oh, now you want to evict us from our homes. You're the evil ones. We're here. We're not going anywhere. And then they know that they'll, they will 
ruin, spoil any chance of a Palestinian state ever happening. The thing is, is they use deception and lies and lied about their ambitions every step along the way to, to get where we're at today. And the the Chabad Lubavitchers and the Rebbe were very influential on these on the building of these settlements for the policy to expand the settlements and for annexing more land. And you just, if you're not familiar with Chabad Lubavitch and the Rebbe, you have to see some of my past videos on it. They are the the, the some of the worst supremacists out there. The whole eradicate the Gentiles, Tikkun Olam, Lurianic Kabbalah. That there, that's all coming from them. So. You have to realize that that's that's what this agenda is. This agenda that's that's imposing on the Palestinian land right now is is gonna impose it is imposing on us, and it's affecting the whole world. and And everybody needs to be opposed to this this uh, this doctrines. What do you think we could do to to basically to reach out to, I guess, just for simplicity's sake, to to the Arab world, right? A lot of the immigration mm -hmm. we're getting is, is from North Africa, it's from the Middle East, it's from Afghanistan, it's in Sweden. Uh, it's also some from, of course, Sub-Saharan Africa and stuff like that too. Um, and that might be harder to connecting it to this particular conflict kind of here, but, uh, and this is very hard, I, I don't even know where to begin with this. It's like, what do you think we can do to reach out to that part of the world and say, hey, look, let's like we have... <laughs> have a common issue here that we're dealing with why don't we try to because 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 i see a lot of this kind of spurginess too on 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 the on the right where it's like kind of uh that, how do i put this it, it's it's they're looking the other way for the kind of crimes that, were, that i mentioned earlier right that like we have our own problem take sweden for example right uh the kind of things that we're seeing there like this humiliation crimes and and the most you know hor horrific kind of uh, rapes and, and stuff like that. Like the, these people have to stop doing that. They're brought to our countries for for a political and an, an ethnic replacement purpose, right? And they're just willing to play ball in this. There's nothing we can say to them, as far as I know. It's like, hey, can you please stop uh, raping? Because we have a common common enemy here. I don't think that's going to happen. Have you thought about this at all? They, they come from a completely different culture, and and you know the Abrahamic religions have this attitude towards women that they are your property. And that you know they have to basically serve you, and that they're in inherently evil because Eve took the apple, and now she's cursed with the pain of ch of childbirth. And and I think it's the same struggle to reach uh, the the Arab world as it is to reach you know our our own people all right, over the right. world that have fallen for you know disinfo or QAnon or left wing or or Christian Zionists. The struggle is, I think, you know, the information that, that that you and I put out, Henrik. If we weren't suppressed and it was an equal playing field and it wasn't all rigged against us, we would be getting the message out and people would be waking up. I think the answer is some type of internet neutrality law. Find some politicians, get some politicians in office, or get somebody run and try to get into office. Pass some laws where they can't rig it for mainstream media and to censor everybody, and then. You know, a, a free internet would solve a lot of the issues in the information war. Yeah, no, definitely. I think we're at a, we're at a we're at a kind of a breaking point or at a cusp, a fork in the road, basically, in terms of what this direction will take. And so, I you know, I put a lot of faith in yeah. uh, 
the decentralized technology as a way to kind of stop it. And we've seen the complaining already, showing some of the pretty gruesome here footage here too, guys. Uh, some, some of that coming up, so just heads up and warning here if you're sensitive to it. But these are some of the crazy ongoing conflicts in, in Lod and some of the other parts here in, in uh, Palestine slash Israel. Um, but yeah, Ooh. so... Yeah, the, I, exactly. let this be a lesson about being disarmed as well. Look, all right. the settlers and all the IDF have, have big old machine guns, and then the Palestinians are all disarmed. And look right. what happens. Mm -hmm. I saw them uh, going into basically taking uh, some police stations to get some weapons out and stuff like that to be able to fight back. Um, but uh, again, I haven't kept up like the last um, last two hours or so in ter terms of some of the de developments here. Hey, here's another scene. Look at this here. They love to spit on the Palestinians. I've noticed. Right. Right. Yep. So that's that same footage from a different angle. Obviously, here he jumped out of the car. That looks like Jerusalem. It might be Jerusalem there. I'm not sure. Okay, there's some of the footage there. Let me lower that a bit again. Yeah, some pretty crazy stuff, Adam, in terms of what we're seeing. Uh, <laughs> there's some like home invasions and stuff. And again, I can't confirm. Is it is it from the recent conflict? I'm sure it is, right? Uh, mm -hmm. But they're they're trying to go into people's homes and stuff. And I, I don't even know what the if there is any reasoning behind it beyond like you, you're the wrong person at the wrong place at the wrong time, or is it just like some claim that's like, well, you uh, you're a terrorist and therefore you need to be kicked out. It looks like completely disorganized. Uh, I'm not sure if there's any method to the madness whatsoever, Adam. It's almost like it's just like a guerrilla war, or there's 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 war starting right now, and it could really intensify and 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 get a whole lot worse. It could, and uh, and I think it will, right? Uh, let me see, here's some of the footage from, I think this is from, uh, yeah, this is from up at the Temple Mount, I think, when the uh, when they were breaking into the Alexa Mosque or, or you know, using rubber bullets and, and stuff like that too. Uh, it's pretty nuts what we've seen over the last couple of days. Uh, here's some of that footage, right, that they were, what, what, did, you, what did you say yeah. that they were singing here, by the way, when... This so I did a Twitter advanced search for Amalek to try to see if I, any Jews are, ta are calling Palestinians Amalek, which they have in the past. And, and mind you, Amalek, they want to blot out the memory of Amalek. That's their commandment. Amalek is anybody that doesn't, that, that opposes them, basically. Any enemy that they want to destroy, they say that they're, they're Amalek. Here's the clip where he spits on them. There's the JDL, too. That's Kahani, Jew Jewish supremacy. The guy's holding up the shirt there with the Star Seal of Solomon and the fist. Yep, that's right. What was uh, I just talking about before? Uh, oh, the uh, what they said. Let me go back on that footage. Oh, again oh yeah, blot this out the here. memory. Yeah, they say blot out the memory of Haman in the Purim story. This is what they say: blot out the memory of of Hitler. It, it, they're calling them Amalek. We have to realize that that they consider every enemy Amalek. So the Palestinians need to realize they're calling all the the uh, white Christians and so-called anti-Semites around the world Amalek, and they're calling you Amalek too. Yeah, there's well, the. It needs to be one struggle. Let me go back again. Here's the audio from this here. They're singing this. I'm not sure what that is. Is that a tree? I'm not sure what that is that's on fire actually up there. Yeah, it was a tree. They seem happy about it though, huh? 
<laughs> Holy shit, that's just insane. Absolutely insane. Like we didn't have enough issues, Adam, enough problems right now in the world with everything. The lockdowns, uh, you know, inflation, like in the US and stuff. Like, yeah, just just what we need. Just let's let's go to war now as well. Let's have China and Russia join in. I mean, this is yeah. insanity, right? This is, they're playing with the, the matchbox right now. You know what I mean? But the steps to the Moshiach, the birth pangs of the Moshiach, the, the birth pangs get more intense as you get closer to giving birth of their messianic age. They, they say plagues, wars, total chaos, and it seems like it's, it's happening. I'm not saying that prophecy is being fulfilled. I'm saying that uh, they're willing this into the, to existence. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, let, should we bring in Dave for a little bit too? Sure. Yeah, I got to run to the restroom too. Okay. But yeah, yeah, bring him in. You go ahead and do that. I'll bring Dave in. Let's see if we can add him to the call here. Okay. I'll be right back. Awesome. Thank you, Adam. Uh, can I just call? I should be able to just add. God, they've changed Skype tremendously. So I should be able to just add. Let me see here if I can do that real quick. Or is, it, or is the call with Adam going to drop? Let me try. Yeah, it dropped. Okay. <laughs> Let me hang up then. Oh, that's a bummer. Uh, you got to create a group again, huh? That's right. Right here. Uh, let me see here. Add group. We'll add Adam, and then we'll add Dave. We'll call. Uh, let me see right there. Okay. Adam should come back. Thank you guys for staying with me as well. I appreciate that. Um, really. Oh, this is some Hamas like propaganda footage and stuff like that too. By the way, we, we played some of that, or like their their videos that they're releasing in terms of the the battle, the the, the struggle that they're involved in. Uh, let me just see here. I want to make sure. Uh, I did. I saw a couple of chats on T Trovo as well. I'm, I do apologize for missing that. It's just really hard. It's been the t technologically, it's been a, just a nightmare today. <laughs> the shows has been hard to keep up. Uh, but yeah, a couple of uh, uh, good ones here. Uh, Dr. Carla Smith, a couple of uh, on fire sp uh, spells. Thank you for that. Stay safe spell as well. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, winner from RoboThink. Thank you. Hype from Pad. Uh, a couple of other ones. Let me see here. Let me let me, let me give a call here to both both lads. And see if we can uh, connect with both Dave and Adam at the same time here. A little bit on the fly here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Uh, Runoff White Wolf with this uh, shiny unicorn. Uh, we're on trouble. Thank you for that. Appreciate it. Uh, let me see here. Okay, guys. Bear with me here. Skype is not working as it should. Let me just uh, turn off the video real quick here. <clears throat> it's definitely not working as it should. Uh, let me see. Hmm. That's bizarre. Maybe I have to try to... Let me just call Adam. On his own. Let me see here if I can resume this call. One second, guys. Sorry about this. <clears throat> I'm here. You, you're there? Okay, so I have you on audio. That's interesting. Dave, you're not with us, are you? No. Can you even see the video feed, Adam? Yes. Okay. Very strange. Skype is not... It's like something's going on, on here. I was going to try to add Dave in, but it's... Uh, let me just see if I can add him to the call here real quick. This is I, I saw Joy Vila, the uh, the MAGA there celebrity QAnon girl. Yep. 
she posted on Twitter about supporting Israel and and seeing all these thousands of likes on these comments saying, oh, we're blessed if we bless Israel and and they're God's chosen people. We have to protect them. It's it's so disturbing to see how in in the video I just put up this morning, um, it shows Netanyahu basically bragging about, oh, we can we they won't call us out for creating war. We control America. We have (laughs) laughing about how much we support them. Yeah. Let me do just Adam, let me do this. Let me try to call. I try to call both of you. I think I have to, I might yeah, have to hang up a group, on you. Maybe that's I did that. I'm not going to try to call that. So I'll hang up on you. OK. All right. All right. Thanks. Yeah. Sorry again, guys. Completely disorganized here. Usually it's uh, much more smooth than this, but they've changed things on Skype. I haven't used it in, in a while. That's still connected. It looks like Adam. So let me see here. Uh, I don't want to resume call. I want to call a new group. Let me see if I can call here. Continue to call. Let me see here. We're still connected, Adam. Can you still hear me? Weird. Continue to call. Let me see here. Ah, holy smokes. Join. It's just not joining. Yeah, I might have to call up Adam, say bye to him, and then call up Dave to to end with him, end the show with him. Give me a second here, lads. Do apologize for this. Uh, Boomer tier here. Let me just go over to... Uh, to this for a moment. Uh, I'll be uh, right back, okay? Thank you. I don't see a message from him. Oh, now he he is. Hey, there we go. Okay, boomer tier here. Hey, lads. Hey, Dave. How's it going? (laughs) Good. How are you? Skype. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, I can. You you come through just fine. Yeah. So unfortunately, we have uh, I have some major like router issues. So uh, whenever I try to do the video feed, it's just uh, completely horrible. But uh, we can go up just uh, real quick. We can see you, Dave, as well. But thank you for joining us. How's how's things on your end, Dave? Things are great. I've been uh, kind of glued glued to Twitter and uh, the internet over the past couple of days, trying to get a get a sense of what's actually going on on the ground. Um, I've been following this since uh, was it last month, like April. Um, I'm sure you guys had seen some of the uh, the skirmishes going on. So I've just been trying to to keep keep abreast of what's going on. It seems like things are changing minute to minute uh, in the situation over there. And of course, I'm on the West Coast, so it's like I wake up in the morning and it's you know night falling in Israel, and uh, by the time I'm ready to go to bed, it's daybreak over there, and things are just starting to ramp up again. So there's that time difference that's been kind of difficult to deal with. But what's the latest that you've heard? Because we last uh, well a couple of hours here, I haven't been able to keep up with that. We saw some footage of tanks being sent to Gaza, IDF tanks and stuff like that. Uh, what's the latest as far as you've been able to tell from Twitter? Exactly. I'm looking at, um, I'm going to use the, I guess, the chat here in the group to send different links if I mention them. Um, Israel intensifies strikes on Gaza. Hamas retaliates with rocket barrage. Apparently, uh, what this is talking about is how uh, the IDF is sending in ground forces, um, air and ground troops currently attacking in the Gaza Strip. That was as of uh, about an hour or two ago. 
Um, and there have been uh, conflicting reports as to whether or not there are ground troops there or if it's just air troops. Um, I'm trying to you know read this article. is It's, it's long and boring. It doesn't matter. Um, but you can see from the videos that are coming out that it's just absolutely insane. I think that uh, the IDF have destroyed two buildings over there. Yeah. Um, there are lots and lots of dead people uh, and even uh, children. There was one um, that I had seen. Uh, can I... Mm, no, where is it? It's gone. Of course it's gone. Every time I try to, to get myself organized, it goes. But there was a six-year-old girl that was killed in Israel uh, just a couple of days uh, yesterday, I believe. So I have um, some pretty gruesome. I, 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 maybe I shouldn't play it because, I don't know, maybe some of the streaming services are frowning on that. But I saw some of it. I should have blurred it out before. But, yeah, I saw some of it. It was like a bunch of kids just lying around. It was horrific. Uh, Here, this is not uh, this is not a horrific thing at all. I mean, I mean, it is horrific, but it's not. The pictures aren't not, aren't. Not uh, graphic. Six-year-old Rahaf Al Mazri was shot uh, by an American bomb uh, uh, dropped by an Israeli fighter jet. So these are our bombs that are being dropped on the Palestinians. These are American weapons, American technology that's being used against these Palestinians who do not have anywhere near the funding. They don't have the um, the equipment. They don't have the bombs, the weapons that Israel has. It's a slaughter. It's a massacre. It's a genocide, frankly. Yeah. Do you, um, do you think it's going to pick up here soon in terms of because it seems as aggressive as it has been? It's still like I'm just waiting for like the like just the insane amounts of military technology being brought forth and just like, you know what I mean? We know they have a lot of like military uh, new technology and shit like that, right? That, that they're going to wheel out if they if they need to and if they have to, if they, if they want to, right? Yes, yes. I mean, I mean, new tech and old tech, right? The old tech being Jeffrey Epstein, right? Uh, blackmailing United States senators, blackmailing dignitaries, the heads of foreign states to get them to stand down. Adam said earlier in the stream uh, about how, for example, the United Nations was trying to condemn Israel's attacks on Gaza, I think just yesterday. And it was a 14 to 1 vote, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, 14 to condemn, one to veto, and that was the United States. And that's how yeah. it's been for a long time. If you look at the voting record of the United Nations, you'll see consistently America voting to veto uh, any kind of condemnation of Israeli acts against settlers or Israeli acts against the Palestinians um, uh, year after year, uh, not condemning them. And and that's like the old technology of having these people blackmailed, right? The new technology is this kind of uh, panopticon, this surveillance state that is being created uh, over not just in Israel, but around the world uh, between the vaccine passports, um, tapping people's cell phones and their, uh, their, their their websites being taken down, Adam, like you, um, and, and this kind of limiting of communication. And then uh, that's on like the public side, but on the private side, they can just open up your phone and look at whatever you're looking at. And that makes it very difficult, I'm sure, to uh, to plan any kind of a campaign uh, over there. So, yeah. um, and, and that's not even to mention these different microwave technologies, like uh, the Chinese were bragging how they were able to get an entire mountain in Tibet uh, to be completely vacated by uh, their enemies by microwaving the air and making it so hot that they had to run away. Yeah, the um, VMADs, there's at least uh, active denial systems that they've been trying in the U.S. too, that vomit. I forget what that was called, but someone that induces you to vomit and shit like like They have some weird shit that we don't even know about, you know what I mean? Oh, for sure, for sure. But one of the things that I didn't hear you guys talk about, and um, stop me if I'm talking too much, but Go a ahead, lot dude. of no, people no, are kind of wondering 
Why is this happening? What happened just now? Why today? Why this week? Why amidst all of this chaos? And uh, if if you've been looking since last month, um, you were talking about this earlier, the Sheikh Jarrah region of Israel, right? Uh, what was happening over there? There were groups of Zionist paramilitary groups, one of them specifically known as Lahava, right? And they were going door to door, in and out of mosques, in and out of Palestinian people's homes, harassing them on the streets, preventing them from going to the mosque and worshiping, um, preventing uh, them from being able to uh, to go anywhere. Um, these are the same kinds of people that would break down Palestinian people's doors to try and kick them out of their homes, right? So these groups like Lahava, these right-wing Zionist paramilitary groups, like uh, just in incredible, um, that have been stoking this kind of, um, or instigating, I guess you could say, the Palestinians. And I believe it was on like Friday of last week when finally they got a Palestinian to like pick up a rock. And that's all that it takes, of course, because then it's Palestinians attacking Israelis and they can continue to ramp up and ramp up from there. But the interesting thing about this group, Lahava, and this actually comes to us from national-justice.com, Lahava is being funded by the exact same people that are funding the ADL, the Canary Mission, uh, different BLM uh, bail funds, and Roberta Kaplan's ongoing Charlottesville lawsuit. Uh, right. This is a guy named Adam Milstein who's sending this money. So on the one hand, in America, he is funding radical left wing uh, groups of people like BLM, like Antifa, uh, uh, lawfare groups like Roberta Kaplan. And on the other hand, they're they're funding the radical right wing in Israel. Right. So yeah. yep. it, it doesn't really make much sense until you uh, understand that it isn't about right left. It isn't about Zionism versus the world, uh, and and they don't care really which side of the political spectrum you're on. Another uh, group of people, there's two other people that are funding the same groups. One of them is the Fallick family. The Fallick family owns the duty-free shops in, in airports in America. So you go to buy some cigarettes in the airport, right, uh, thinking you're going to save a buck or two, and they are subsidizing the same illegal settlements over in Israel. Um, and a third one was um, a guy named Michael Milken, I believe, who, who was a financial criminal, worked on the merger for CNN, uh, pardoned very recently by Donald Trump. And he is also funding these same groups like Lahava, like the, uh, the different Zionist settler groups as well. And so all of these groups in Israel agitating the Muslims, trying to take away their homes, uh, is what has really begun to cause uh, this whole uh, conflict, of course, uh, escalating all the way up to today, which is a holy day for the Muslims, as it is for Catholics. It's the, the Feast of the Ascension for Catholics. Um, so this is incredibly insulting for the, the Palestinian people. And, and what's even more insulting, I think, to the whole world is that this entire conflagration is about 21 homes, 21 homes that the Zionist settlers are not going to be able to get, and they are willing to burn and bomb and shoot as many as it takes to get 21 homes. I mean, well, they ha the they have to, right, Dave, because if they, they can't stop there, right? It's 21 homes now, and then it's another 19 tomorrow and another 15 in a year. For, you know, you know what I mean? That like they have to continue, right? 
Right, right. And this brings us all the way back to the foundations of the state of Israel. In 1948, there was something called the, uh, the, 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 the oh, come on, come back to me, uh, Brain Dare Yassin. The Dare Yassin Massacre of 1948. Uh, Adam's shaking his head. He knows about this. Um, they they went to 144 homes in Dare Yassin. They killed 107 Palestinians, raped girls, uh, women, children, uh, raping them. Uh, I have a, 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 a passage here, right, talking about how they raped women, slaughtered children, and killing whoever was inside with machine guns and knives. Whole families were lined up against the wall and executed. Pregnant women were bayoneted, and the bodies of children were mutilated. And this is in 1948. And right? it was covered up for a said, long time as well. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I, I, I actually mean, don't think I've heard of it. you've got more info... No, excellent points, especially the part about Adam Milstein funding Canary Mission to attack all of us. And meanwhile, he's funding these uh, settler groups. Kushner's supported this, the uh, settlers as well. And uh, it's just amazing to see our, all of our tax dollars blowing up on TV, killing innocent children. Uh, another thing I forgot to mention that, that uh, led to where we're at today is, is they were marching in the streets chanting death to Arabs just a few weeks ago, some viral videos yes. of that as well. But then, of course, all, all of our politicians come out and say they're just <laughs> defending themselves. They're hated yep. for, no, for no reason. Um, they completely ignore everything that instigated the Palestinians, and then they start reporting once the Palestinians have had enough and they start to stand up for themselves. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing that we're seeing in America with uh, with white people, frankly. You know, we get abused and beaten. We get uh, run roughshod over in the legal system, in the media. And as soon as a white person stands up for himself, they are brutally and ruthlessly attacked in the media, sometimes even in real life. Uh, you can see in Portland, these Trump supporters getting shot in the back by Antifa. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 the same story. And that's why I think it is so important if you call yourself a nationalist, if you call yourself America first, if you call yourself a patriot or a, a right winger or whatever, um, I think that it's important to understand what's really happening with these Palestinians, that they are fighting the same forces that are fighting us here in America. The same people denying our sovereignty in the West are the ones denying the sovereignty of the Palestinians. And I think it's important that we stand for them and that we lend them our voice as well, uh, because it's the same fight that we're we're all kind of in a one struggle moment, right? But but the, it's the, true. It's the true. Palestinians are terrorists, and then they call the same people call us terrorists here in our country. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and if I'm, I could be mistaken, but I thought that Hamas was a political organization. I thought that was actually a political party. Um, and so, just like we're seeing the Democrat, or the the Republicans demonized as terrorists, uh, I, I think that something similar could be happening with Hamas. I could be wrong course but uh adam no, uh, no i think peace, you're right peaceful protest isn't allowed either when we want to peacefully uh protest or just criticize or boycott you know that's considered anti-semitism and they fight uh they fight dirty to shut all that down as well they make it illegal for us to boycott if pompeo goes in and uh, opens up his west bank uh settler wine and passes laws that that uh, products from the West Bank, the occupied West Bank, can't be labeled that they were from there. So people can't make the uh, informed choice to not purchase and support the the land theft. Yeah, then it's not free speech, right? Uh, someone had the meme there of <laughs> like Loomer talking against the the uh, big tech censorship, and then it's like shut down BDS. <laughs> they're they're terrorists, right? Yeah. So it's all that rephrasing and relabeling and and framing something 
in a new light of saying, well, this is if we let these people talk about this, it will be incitement to terrorism. But, you know, as as you you brought up day two and you mentioned it too, Adam, of course, there's like <clears throat> you're looking at groups and organizations. They're actually like talking about like talking about killing people. They're in, actively engaging in killing people and stuff like that. And and, the, and then we still get the sad story from the ADL. Look at some of these tweets here. Um here it is. The ongoing crisis in Israel has spurred anti-Israel protests in cities across the U.S., where several cases of anti-Semitism and support for terror have been on display. Greenblatt, heartbreaking images from the escalating conflict. Thousands of Israelis are in shelters as hundreds of rockets rain down from Hamas, right? Oh, poor you. Uh, another one from the ADL. We mourn all innocent victims as this crisis continues to escalate. Our thoughts are with those sheltering from Hamas's rockets targeting civilians. Nothing about the uh, the, the bombs that they've dropped and the buildings that they've leveled uh, in Gaza. It's, it's incredible. And, and this this brings up a really good point. The the last thing I just sent you in the chat, the uh, the, the tweet. Um, this is just I was gobsmacked when I saw this float by my Twitter feed. Um, this is the Israeli Defense Forces, right? They're tweeting out on May 11th, two days ago, to the citizens of Gaza, the IDF is striking Hamas weapons and stores hidden weapons inside civilian buildings in Gaza. Although Hamas wants to put you in harm's way, we urge you to stay away from Hamas's weapons sites and to get to safety. Our only goal is to strike terror. Yeah, ha. yeah, I know. So you'll be striking th yourself. This is, this is <laughs> on the face. They are saying it themselves that they are terrorists. They are desiring to to use uh, uh, weapons and bombs and and all kinds of media relations to strike terror into the hearts of the Palestinians. And and it and like we were talking about with the Dare Yesen massacre, it goes all the way back to the beginning, to Menachem Begin, to groups like Irgun that blew up the King David Hotel, which ultimately was what prompted the um, the English uh, to leave Palestine and and stop yeah. kind of keeping the peace there. Hey, they killed Folke Bernadotte in that uh, one of those explosions as well. The Swedish diplomat who was of uh, one of the royalty, right? So. Yeah, and, and one of the interesting things with this is that, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the guy that founded the Irgun is a guy named Ze'ev Jabotinsky. Adam, am I, am I right? Right, so Ze'ev Jabotinsky uh, was a, a Ukrainian uh, Jew, Zionist, born in 1880. Uh, ironically, the same year that the group Narodnaya Volia, one of the first terrorist organizations in the world, in the modern conception of it, uh, they tried to assassinate Tsar Alexander II. It, it was Vladimir Lenin's older brother that tried to kill the Tsar. And so what's really interesting about this is you have this old group, the Narodnaya Volia from Russia back in 1880. And then you've got people like Zaev Jabotinsky, people like Alexander Parvis that would have been working in close quarters with Vladimir Lenin, who has a direct relationship with one of the first modern political terrorist organizations. And these are the people that go on to destabilize the Ottoman Empire in World War One, and they then go on to found groups like the Irgun uh, after uh, during the very beginnings of the founding of the state of Israel. So this whole idea of terrorism, the idea that uh, there are terrorists in the Middle East, yes, there are. It's the Israelis. It's the Zionist government itself. It is a terrorist organization. Hard stop. Yeah. Uh, yeah, someone posted in chat. Thank you for that. Uh, it's Nosberg, actually, in fact, in chat. Thank you for that. WikiLeaks cable exposes Israel's secret Dahia doctrine, deliberating targeting of civilians with ex excessive force. So they're, uh, they're on, on top of this, too. Interesting. 
uh, Eisenkot labeled an Israeli response to resumed conflict the Daia doctrine. I'm not sure how, if you pronounce it like that. Uh, in reference to the leveled Daya quarter, okay, in Beirut during the second Lebanon war in 2006, uh, he said Israel will use disproportionate force upon any village that fires upon Israel, causing great damage and destruction. Because that's the goal, right? They want to level it. Uh, Eisenkot made very clear this is not a recommendation, but an already approved plan from the Israeli perspective. These are not civilian villages. They are military bases. Okay, right. Interesting. I, I have a question for Republicans, if I may. Um, I All I have heard... All I have heard since, uh, what's the guy's name? Joe Biden became president, right? All I have heard is that China is our enemy. It's China Joe. And we've got to stand with our ally Israel, right? And uh, this is the, funnily enough, the Council on Foreign Relations document that I sent you. Uh, even since 1993, China has been stealing United States military technology, and it's been coming to them through Israel. They have been buying our weapons. They have been buying our military technology, China, and it's been sold by Israel. Now, if Israel's our ally, why are they selling our technology to our enemy? Why is this happening? How does that make Israel our greatest ally when they are getting China intelligence? like with the Promise software scandal of mm -hmm. 1985, where, yep, where um, Robert Maxwell gave China a back door uh, to be able to see all of the same intelligence information access to, right? And and uh, just uh, I just don't understand why Republicans are buying this crap at this point. They're, they're um, I, I was watching, it was like, am I breaking up? Am I there? A little bit. We can still hear you. Go ahead, Dave. Uh, I was, I was, it was like a hate watching uh, Sean Hannity last night, and he's on the air talking about the Israeli conflict and how we've got to stand with our greatest ally, Israel. And at the same time, he turns around and starts talking about this gas pipeline issue, right? One paper published by a cybersecurity firm called Cyber Reason, which is founded by ex IDF Unit 8200 members, blaming Russia for the pipeline hack and Sean Hannity, that's all that he needs to start blaming Russia and <coughs> calling for Joe Biden to attack Russia. Meanwhile, the past four years, all we've heard about is the Russia hoax and how Russia had nothing to do with Donald Trump. I mean, this is just, it's just beyond it's me. It's, it's beyond me. And God bless you for, for, for actually highlighting this yeah, I mean, on, it, on your program. Of course, Dave. Yeah, we, we appreciate it. And thank you for being here, helping us kind of expose some of this. But yeah, the, the, the ancient ties are there, the back doors, right? And the all the all the ridiculous just diversion and, and like, you know, issues that we run around with on the, on the surface, you know, and, and there's some of those issues that could be valid and, you know, it's have like Chinese interests and stuff, but it's like, look at the, the beam in your eye, right? It's like, <laughs> that's the takeovers already happened. There's always uh, already an, an enemy behind the gate, so to speak, that's running American foreign policy. It's running, uh, you know, dictating the political system and so forth. And that it, it's time for these Republicans to look at it, but they know where the money is, right? They know the, the, uh, the Ron DeSantis is who, has been, you know, to his credit, fairly good on things like the lockdown in Florida, for example. He's pushed back against some of this, but he's just horrible on the, I mean, despicable on the Israeli issues, right? So they're 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 in their pockets. They're paying the bills, uh, and, and it's all corruption on the back end, Dave. Or they're blackmailing you, like Matt Gates. <laughs> I yeah. mean, right? Yeah. <laughs> very, it's very possible. Yeah. All right. Very good, uh, Adam. Do you have anything to add to that? 
Uh, not to that. I was wondering, do you have the story with the Swedish uh, singer that is being attacked as an anti-Semite? Yeah, Sara Larsson. I saw it in passing. I think it was on your Twitter, too. We can yeah. scroll down to that real quick. I don't know. Is, is that your Britney Spears? Uh, I, yeah, I guess it could kind of be. <laughs> I, I, I have actually, seriously, and I'm not joking, never listened to any of the music. Maybe it's accidentally fallen into my ear as I'm in a store or something, but I've never heard of it. Yeah, here's the story, right? <laughs> Swedish pop star Sara Larsson labeled anti-Semite after calling on apartheid Israel to stop killing Palestinian civilians. Uh, Swedish pop sensation Sarah Lawson facing backlash on social media after criticizing Israel's treatment of Palestinians. So everybody, everybody's going to get canceled. We'll see, though. A lot of it is like lip service. They want to. They're attempting to push back, uh, you know, against some of this, but it's it 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 flares up a little bit. But I, you know, nothing is probably going to happen to. We'll we'll see what happens, right? But uh, much of it is is just kind of. Uh, you know, back and forth. We, we have seen some people speaking out, though, which is, which is good to see. I'm I'm uh, encouraged by that. You know, it's funny how that's a headline labeled anti-Semitic. Yeah. It's like opposing them killing Palestinians and taking their land anti-Semitic, yeah. not wanting to be their slave anti-Semitic. Yep. Not not wanting them to uh, have double standards and buy off our politicians double uh, anti-Semitic. I mean, so what? And what's your argument that they can call us anti-Semitic? They can say it's a conspiracy theory or, or tropes, but do they ever prove us wrong? No, they don't. No. They don't even attempt. That's to. why they censor. That's why they ban and shut down and label and demonize and you know create straw men and all that stuff. It's all it's all they have. And I'm saying, you know, we'll see what happens here. I'm not relying on the world to wake up here or anything like that. But uh, it's just so far you can push this stuff before the, the it's so obvious, right? It's it's very bold. It's like it's like they have hubris. They just don't know when to stop. It just if they would mm. stop with the lies at a certain point, it's like maybe they would have gotten away with some of it. But since it's just it's just incessant and it never ends. The more and more, more and more people see it, and they, they oppose it, right? So uh, I don't know. I don't. I, I I'm I'm not sure they're setting themselves up to be in a good position here, especially uh, in their relationship with many other Western countries, boys. No, I think I think that Israel is probably in the weakest position that they've been in when it comes to this Palestinian conflict. I mean, the weakest position that they've been in for decades at this point. Yeah. So it will be it will be really interesting. I mean, um, <laughs> the, the one thing I think you guys might have mentioned it, but like the one thing that might be stopping uh, any kind of like reinforcements from coming in are are Israel's nukes. Uh, I mean, honestly, I mean, if you were the, the, the king of Jordan, are you really going to like give aid uh, to the Palestinians knowing that in like 10 seconds your country could be completely leveled or or, right. or Iran or Russia for that matter? Um, and, and speaking of Jordan, I think there was actually just a coup attempt in Jordan. And, yep. and it's interesting, the timing of that, isn't it? They and, were trying you, you to know, get. Top, I'm sorry. Keep going, Dave. No. Go ahead. No, you go. Uh, go for top it. Jordan officials said that it was Netanyahu, Kushner, and Trump behind that <laughs> coup attempt. What? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It failed. It failed. The king of Jordan was able to stand up and and put that down. But I believe they were trying to bring in one of the um, kind of excommunicated brothers of the king uh, to try and take over because he he shares some uh, some interests with Israel, from what I understand. Interesting. The, okay. The King of Jordan called uh, the Temple Mount a red line, and and has mm -hmm. they're the ones that are uh, have authority over the uh, Muslim sites in Jerusalem, and they're trying to transfer those duties to the Saudi Arabians, who are you know in the pocket of Jared Kushner and, and working with Netanyahu. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I mean, you raise a good point there, Dave. In terms of the, it might be the the nukes uh, that Israel has that is just preventing some of these Middle Eastern countries uh, from just because I mean they're they're 
what the Samson option, right? There are a couple of these uh, laid out strategies that Israel kind of has on the books, which basically like if we're if we feel threatened, we will just send nukes in every direction, basically. And and they know that. And and I think a lot of the other Middle Eastern countries are like they know that they're crazy enough to do something like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or even if it's not a nuke, it could be whatever these people used in Beirut this past year. Uh, was that in yeah, uh, the, November? Uh, I think I remember there was yeah. a bomb that had gone off. And and nobody seems to know what it is. It seems like as far as the mainstream media is concerned, no one else has talked about it. But this thing just decimated Beirut. No, no, it was and it was a, it was a fireworks. It was just it was fireworks production oh. next to someone who's mm. welding, and then the uh, the silo with some grain in it, uh, uh, you know, exploded. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that oh, my still? Bad. The, I'm sorry. Isn't that the still officially? I've been watching too many conspiracy theories. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I think that's still the official uh, explanation for that, by the way, which is kind of interesting, right? right. <laughs> Holy smokes! Yeah, this is uh, this is nuts. This is absolutely insane. Uh, yeah, but so this could escalate uh, very, very quickly, and we'll see what what happens. I mean, I I don't know. There's just there's no way to there's no way to stop this. There's no way, as far as I I, I know, anyway. There's there's no no one's gonna reason themselves out of this one. You know what I mean? It seems that it's just this like you know, as we began on that note, Adam. Kind of it's like eschatology. This is like it's it's kind of an end times program running in the background here, and and, and they just have they just have one direction to go in. They're just it's a one string banjo. It's just conflict, war, hostility, violence. That that's it. You know. I agree. It's they've. They've got the Christian Zionists believing that if they help the Jews take over the world, that, that that's what they have to do to, to bring Jesus back. They have to set up a temple, restore the state of Israel. They have to basically anoint a Moshiach, an Antichrist, have a, have a one-world government, one-world religion, one-world currency, mark of the beast, major Armageddon wars. And, and you can see our, our politicians and, and uh, our media— and you know the John Hagees of the world are pushing for all of this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's crazy. What, I was going to you... say, Henrik. Yeah. I've, I've got something that because um, Adam has helped me a lot. Actually, um, you have uncovered a lot of things that I've been able to kind of put pieces together. I think in a way that that no one else has. Um, and and you've talked a lot about the. Um, the Schofield Bible, right? Mm -hmm. The co-option yeah. of, of Protestant Christianity. And, and I was uh, I was showing a couple of friends of mine this gem the other week. I don't know if Henrik, me, uh, yeah, I don't you, know if this can uh, actually go up on the screen hang, or not. Hold it there. Yeah, hold, keep holding it there. I'm going to pull you up full screen here. There we go. Is this from, yeah. the, is it the Look Magazine one? And uh, Yes, yeah, it yeah. is. Uh, How the Jews Changed Catholic Thinking. So <laughs> just in case, Adam, you weren't aware of this, it wasn't just... The, uh, the Schofield Bible, it wasn't just uh, the Protestant religions, it was also the Catholic religions. And uh, there have been some theories, and, and I wouldn't throw my hat in on this, but the very first pope to recognize the state of Israel was John Paul II, right? And John Paul I only made it in office 30 days before he was poisoned. Was and it? there were all kinds of That's right. banking interests and and all kinds of very very serious groups. Oh, the, the Freemasonic, uh, 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 the, the banker, right? He was hanging on the Blackfriars Bridge. All that stuff it was like exactly, very interesting exactly. that history, right so, there. Yeah. There has been a similar co-option of Catholicism, and we can see it in the talking heads that stand up, the talking heads that are at the Jericho March in Washington, D.C. And, um, you know, it, it, it goes all the way back to the beginning. Another resource I have, the Josephus's Jewish War, where uh, he talks about uh, how Barabbas 
the one that was chosen by the Jews at the time of Christ, was a revolutionary. He was a member of this group called the Sicarii Zealots. And so all of this really fits together when you start to look at it and you start to understand the Jewish religious idea that they have behind uh, what is driving them uh, towards uh, just absolute recklessness. And, and when you look at the, the kind of inability for any other groups like Christianity or Catholicism to be able to, to stand up uh, for, for the, the truly oppressed, for, for the people who, who do have the right to personal property, the right to a home, the right to a family – um, so it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. And I just, I can't thank you enough, Adam, for the work that you've done over these years, uh, waking people up. It's, it's been really important. Yeah. Very important. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Yeah. Uh, D Dave's, Dave's my buddy and we're both, uh, members of the new dad, new baby dad club. That's right. Baby girls. Congrats boys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great point there, uh, Dave. The, I believe it was Pope John uh, the 23rd who made the statement about uh, the history of the church and anti-Semitism. He says, we bear the seed of Cain. This is mm. the Kabbalistic view that all Gentiles are the seed of Cain and that we are satanic and that our guardian angel is Samael or Esau. This is clearly what the, the Kabbalists and the Talmudists believe. And now I see I'm reading these Christian Zionist books by... Uh, Dr. Michael Brown, and there's a book called When a Jew Rules the World by a, a World Net Daily author. They're trying to rebrand Christianity as, as evil and anti-Semitic and satanic to implode it and Judaize it and, and slowly convert them into Noahides, worshiping them. Yes. Anybody that doesn't go along will be destroyed as Amalek. <laughs> yes, and, and recently you can see, I mean, that's exactly what this Look Magazine article discusses. First first paragraph is, uh, uh, the Catholic Church is responsible for Hitler and the Holocaust. And by the way, here's everything else that we want you to change about the way that your religion behaves as well. Um, that's exactly how this reads. And, and uh, speaking to the Abraham Accords, I'm pretty sure that Pope Francis just signed some document. Uh, about uh, the Abraham Accords, and it's uh, it's not very uh, that's not white pilling, right for uh, for Catholics around the world. But um, yeah, the what new is, pope is, says that uh, you you can't be Christian and be quote unquote anti Semitic. What does that even mean? Like, what does that even mean? What definition of anti Semitism? The State Department definition of anti Semitism yep, is it right. the uh, just anything that Jews don't like is anti Semitism. Um, you know, it's is pointing out that Adam Milstein is funding uh, uh, this group, Lahava, for example, that Lahava has actually lobbied to make Christmas illegal in Jerusalem, for God's sakes. Why are we as Christians and Catholics still supporting the Zionist state? I don't understand it. It's beyond. I was me. editing the video I put out this morning, and I saw a clip of Netanyahu talking to br some Brazilian Christians, and he goes, "Oh, you're my greatest supporters, and 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 you're our best, or, or we're your best ally. We're protecting <laughs> Christians in Jerusalem." And I'm thinking, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah. All the articles about them spitting on Christians, attacking them, burning down their churches burning down the Christian radio station. Christians got to realize they believe you are idol worshipers and the punishment for, for violating the seven Noahide law of idol worship is decapitation. They think that Jesus is boiling in excrement in hell and yet all these Christians worship them. It's mm. unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've shown some of the footage too of like uh, Christians walking around in Jerusalem and stuff 
Uh, they're not even like proselytized or anything, but they're like targeted and like hounded by uh, by these uh, crazy Hasidic uh, Jews and stuff like that. Uh, and it's funny because I'm Googling that now, like Christian in Jerusalem, and it's like you can't even find any of that footage anymore. It, it mm-hmm. used to be like commonplace. You can just search for it and find it, and now it's they've, they scrub all of that all the time. But... Yeah, it's great. I was going to actually ask you about that, Dave, too, how you kind of see that in terms of like the, you know, the evangelicals and kind of how they've caught on. Because at some point here, the Christians just have to kind of wake up and realize like <laughs> what side of they're on here. They have to be, I don't know how to reach these people because there's, it, again, these are these are mind control methods. It's they're tied. This is a faith and, and a belief in that sense, right? So it's not tied to like facts and logic. So the, it's so hard to reach through, right? Well, someone has to wake them up, right? And that's one of the reasons why I, I was I was trying to see if I could get on. Um, I know that uh, there are certain programs like Red Eyes. I mean, the way that you guys have all been censored, it's you're not really reaching out and hitting new people uh, anymore. You're kind of still preaching to the choir. But the point is that the choir is pretty big at this point. You guys have made an impact. There are a lot of people that are watching. And you can take these arguments out. You can talk about how Lahava wants to ban Christianity in Jerusalem. Go talk to a Protestant about that. Go go to a Protestant church and put it right in their face. Print out articles. Make it so that they can't refute it. Um, you know, and and be careful. Be careful about the way that you talk about it. But the the point is, if people haven't woken up to this on their own, uh, they're not just going to one day wake up and watch TV and say, "Oh God, I've been wrong all these years." They've been indoctrinated, and what what needs to happen is uh, those those splinters, those cracks in the ideology, get in there and put a wedge in there and just break it apart, uh, and and hopefully the the scales will fall off of their eyes, like they fell off of the eyes of Saint Paul. Because, you know, I, I was at a um I was at this Republican thing a couple of weeks ago, and I walked into this church, and the first thing that I see on the left hand side is an American flag, and on the right hand side is an Israeli flag and a menorah, and I'm like. Are you kidding me? Like, what are you doing? What are you doing at this point? And then seeing hundreds and hundreds of people all at that church that you know they would call you an anti-Semite if you said anything about the treatment of Palestinians. It's just, but but these people, they need to be reached. They do need to be reached. And and I think that it happens best on a, on an individual basis when you're in conversation at the store, at a Republican Party meeting, John yeah. Birch Society, whatever you can do. Yeah. And boys, we're going we're gonna to wrap up here in a little bit. I want to give the floor to you guys if you want to either plug something in terms of websites or anything else you have upcoming. Any, uh, I guess, trends, signs of something that could escalate the conflict that we should be looking out for? Or, or, or do you guys have anything that you're looking at of like, well, it could, you know, this region, something else could pop recently, uh, you know, next here in terms of uh, the ongoing conflict? Uh, Adam, let's begin with you. Thanks for having me on, Henrik. My website's nomorenews.org. Again, it's not up right now, but it should be up in a few days. I'm posting on DLive, Trovo, streaming there, posting on BitChute and Odyssey. I'm on Twitter, and I uh, appreciate you having me on. I, I basically got out all my points. Just I, I, I hope this doesn't escalate into full-on World War III. Everybody needs to educate themselves on this Zionist psychopathic agenda and to talk to anybody that that will listen and spread this information educate yourself and don't be scared of their anti-semitic label it's losing its power and it's uh it's complete bs trick to begin with so don't don't be scared to speak out very good thank you adam really appreciate your time today 
Uh, it's always a pleasure having you on. Please keep up the good work and, and so forth. Um, Dave, give us your details as well. If there's anything you, you want us to uh, look out for here in the next, I guess, couple of days. This could escalate quick. We might already be <laughs> shit happening. We're, right. we're not paying attention because we're doing the show right now. But yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> right. So uh, just a couple of plugs first. Uh, number one, uh, after you have donated to Red Ice TV and Adam Green, if you still have some Bitcoin left over or whatever, you can go to uh, davidjreilly.com. I've got my link tree. You can uh, donate to me there. I've got a couple of projects uh, I'm trying to get up and running um, to help support people like Adam and Henrik. Uh, we need developers. We need uh, a bank. We need people with money behind the scenes uh, that when something like this happens, uh, can can rush in to help because frankly uh, with culture wars and fidelity um with e michael jones we're facing the same kinds of problems that adam green is going to be facing uh, that he is facing right now uh so we're kind of on the edge and and that's a nice segue into the fact that just this past week the jewish revolutionary spirit second edition is now available uh at fidelitypress.org uh, so you can pick up a copy of that, nice. um, which goes into a lot of the history of this stuff. Um, what I was talking about with uh, Narod Nayavolia and Zev Jabotinsky, all that is included in the Jewish revolutionary spirit. Um, as far as the conflict in the Middle East, I think that we're seeing something happen that hasn't really happened before, which is the failure of the Iron Dome. Right. They haven't been able yeah, to shoot down by that. all uh, of yeah. the rockets. And it's because there are so many yeah. coming in. They're just yeah. being overwhelmed. They can't reload fast enough. And one or two will slip by. Um, so what's going to need to happen is they need to apparently replenish their stock of Iron Dome missiles. And they are looking directly at Joe Biden uh, yeah, to who's see if pay he for will, that? who will <laughs> pay right. for that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, on the one hand, I guess, if you want to dox yourself to your, your local representatives, you could certainly call your senators and tell them that you don't want our tax dollars to fund their genocidal wars. I wouldn't be opposed, or I wouldn't discourage anyone from, from calling a, a representative and telling them that or emailing them, um, on the one hand. Uh, on the other hand, um, if we wind up sending them more bombs, and that just means more dead Palestinians. So we don't really want that, but we also don't want it to be world war. I mean, it, it, it's a very precarious situation. Um, if, the, if the United States sends them more rockets, uh, then that will embolden the Israelis, and they're probably just going to go door to door in Gaza, in, in the West Bank, um, and it's going to be awful for the Palestinians. Um, if they don't do that, then Israel gets backed more into a corner, and as like an animal gets backed into a corner, they start to strike out even more and more violently. Yeah. Uh, right. So this is really quite a precarious situation, uh, but um, man, I, I just don't add God bless Palestine. Free Palestine. I hope that they. Uh, I hope that they get justice. I really hope that they get justice. So, I mean, I, awesome. I pray for them. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Adam, so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. We'll uh, down below in the archive version. We'll have some uh, some of your websites, social media, and so forth uh, linked up. Boys, we'll see you guys soon. Thank you so much to both of you for coming on. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Henrik. Keep All up right. the good work. Thank you, you too, boys. See Talk you. to you later. Bye. Bye. All right, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Really appreciate it. Great having you all here. Thank you for uh, joining the discussion. We did have some technical issues today uh, that I have to try to sort out. I'm still not sure why I can't send the video feed from uh, the com the computer I'm calling from into vMix. If you had issues since we did the move, it's always something, <laughs> isn't there? But uh, anyway, we'll sort that out later. Probably over uh, the weekend, we'll sort that out so that the uh, next scheduled interviews that we do 
we can get that right. Uh, at least we've been able to do that right in the past, so it shouldn't be an issue. But uh, anyway, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. Really appreciate it. Let me just uh, check Trovo real quick. I know some of you have sent um, uh, spells and stuff over there. I do appreciate it. Thank you. And so sorry for not keeping up with that. It's always very hard when you try to do everything at once and you have technical issues. But uh, let me do a couple of shout-outs to those that I see here. I think we did the uh, shiny unicorn from Ron, Ron Wolf, uh, White Wolf. Thank you for that. Uh, on fire for those from uh, RCA. Thank you. Uh, Aunt Sally uh, with the on fire spell. Thank you. Let me just scroll down here. Uh, four stay safe uh, spells from uh, uh, Scott25. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate that. Uh, let me keep going down. We have a uh, winner, a Dancing Chicken from Fancy Pants. Thank you. Uh, also, Silosopher with a stay safe spell. Thank you. Appreciate that. And uh, two more here. I think we got. I uh, refreshed. We had a couple of new 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 ones down there. Let me let me see. Uh, a hype from Pat. Thank you, uh, Pat. Appreciate that. Very kind of you. And what else do we have here? Uh, three cast uh, stay safe casts uh, spells from Patton, uh, and a bunch of them from. Uh, uh, let me see here. Salosopher sent a couple. Think for yourself. Sent one. Uh, Arf Arfagel. Uh, two of those. And then three from Sarah B. Thank you. On fire spell from uh, from. Uh, Na uh, Nylonks, <laughs> I think it is. Anyway, thank you, boys and girls. Really appreciate it. And a uh, Easy from uh, Snarfmatic. Thank you, uh, Easy. Appreciate that. Uh, I don't think we had anything on entropy today. Uh, I just want to make sure. Nope. Thank you, boys and girls, uh, so much for the support. Uh, thank you for watching today. We'll be back tomorrow, of course, uh, with Flashback Friday. Now, if you tuned in just half of the show and watched the whole thing, of course, uh, go to our Odyssey. Uh, odyssey.com slash TV slash at TV. I guess technically it is. Uh, you can also watch us, of course, on BitChute, but the best place, uh, depending on, you never know, censorship, shutdowns, and all that kind of stuff, redice.tv, that's the main website, of course. Uh, so if you click in on the latest uh, shows right there, you have all our links to where we upload uh, our shows, Flashback Friday, No Go Zone, our interviews, the shorter videos that we do and stuff like that. Uh, so we have a lot of content for you guys. And of course, if you want to support us, uh, definitely check out redicemembers.com. We have exclusive content there, Weekend Warrior on the weekends. We have uh, shorter video videos uh, as we've done as well, of course, for members. Uh, second hour of many of the interviews over the years. We have thousands of shows uh, and a lot of content on redicemembers.com. So appreciate the support, everybody. Uh, but yeah, that's it for us today. Have a great rest of your evening or I guess early morning, depending on where you are in the world. And we'll see you guys tomorrow for Flashback Friday. We'll be back at... Uh, 6 p.m. Eastern, as usual. We'll do a couple of hours, and then over the weekend, we actually won't be doing a Weekend Warrior show uh, for once, because we're busy over the weekend. We have some uh, people going to hang out with and stuff like that. So that's uh, us over the weekend, but we have something planned for uh, early next week. So uh, still something up exclusive up on RedEyesMembers.com, of course, as usual. All right, if you do want to sign up, Subscribestar.com slash Red Ice. That's really the easiest and best way we can. Uh, we accept uh, many different methods, of course, uh, payment methods. So you can sign up still as a way to circumvent the uh, uh, payment processor uh, ban uh, restriction that we are under. Just uh, set up an account if you haven't already on RedEyesMembers.com. And then you just click on sign up and click on next. And you get to a page where you have all the instructions. Whether you want to send crypto, you want to do it through Subscribestar or Entropy or eCheck if you're in the U.S. Uh, or maybe the Cash App option. There's uh, there's tons of different methods that we have right there for you guys. So thank you. Really appreciate it. Thank you for your support. Let me find the... Uh, where's my where's my outro at? Still always have to find that. I think uh, we got it. Where do we have it here? There we go. Right there. All right. Boys and girls, see you tomorrow. Take care. Thank you so much again. Talk to you later. <laughs>